Do you have a room in your house that is only for visitors? Do you have china that only comes out for the holidays? Are you giving valuable real estate in your closet to clothes that are for special occasions or for when you get thinner or when you go back to work? In other words, anytime but today. Can you not even imagine the possibility of using a bath bomb on a Tuesday evening? Why are we keeping so much of our lives off limits, keeping them precious for someday, for special days? It's time we live fully in our houses, our closets, our lives. So let's crack out the china and let's get to it. Recently, I was on a walk with some friends and one of my friends was talking about helping her mother-in-law unpack her china and put it into her china cabinet at her house. And she got so excited and said to her mother-in-law, oh my gosh, would you like me to make a tea, so to speak, for you to have like tea and lunch with your grandchildren, with your china. Sounds like a great idea, right? And her mother-in-law was like, oh, no, they can't use these. this This is too special. They can't use these. I can maybe somewhat tiny understand if her grandchildren were three. But they are in sixth grade through full grown-ass adults. They're not going to break it. They're going to enjoy it and have an experience together with something that is valuable to her mother-in-law. And it was a non-starter, not happening, zip, zilch, end of story. And it made me think that I kind of grew up in a similar situation. My father's mother, so my grandma Mulgard, had an upstairs to her farmhouse that wasn't heated and literally looked like it had not been used. It was like the last child went off to college or wherever they went, and it was just they closed the door and nobody ever went up there again. And it was like a museum of the most amazing toys. But we were not allowed to play with any of them. Many of them were still in their packages. They were precious. They were to be kept. For what? I don't know. For whom? Who was going to use these toys? So we would just go up and we would look at them and think about how we would want to play with them. But we were not allowed. I think there was like a hi-ho Cheerio game we could play with. That was it. And, And I actually liken a lot of my creativity to my grandmother's. That grandmother had toys in a scary ass 
attic that we really rarely went to. And otherwise, no choice. So when we were there, we were outside and like in the barnyard and so forth and and down by the creek, which is another way of saying creek when you're from Iowa, and and making our own fun. My other grandmother was much more lighthearted. However, she had no choice, no choice, no choice at her house either. And so it was a lot of make-believe because my brother and I spent a lot of time at our grandparents' house. My grandma Mulgard also went to bed at 6.30 at night and we would have to just lay there wide awake, like willing ourselves to go to sleep because it was far too early for anyone to go to sleep. So herein lies the point of this week's podcast. What are you keeping precious and not allowing yourself to enjoy, to touch, to use, to explore, and so forth. I have a million bath products that I'm like, I'll do that another day. Oh, I'll do that. I'll take that when I go on retreat. Yeah, that happens like once a year. Why can't I use a bath bomb on a Wednesday. Outside of the fact that I might have mentioned this, the only bathtub in my house is in my boys' bathroom and yuck. But I have a lot of other things that I could use on the regular, but I'm I'm waiting for something. I don't know what I'm waiting for. I don't think any of us know what we're waiting for. We just have this thought that we can't use it. Ever be in someone's house that has that living room that's like, oh, no, we're going to go over here. It's like a mausoleum of like fabulousness, but no one is allowed to go in there. The carpet is too precious, the furniture we can't play on, and so forth. I don't understand that. I don't understand having rooms in your house that you do not use. I just, I don't get it. And that's why this kind of idea, when my husband and I got married and we were going and selecting our china and our silverware and so forth, I picked everything. My my silver is stainless steel. I still use it today every single day. And my china is just white china. Like, I will say that I don't use that as often as I should, but it is not on display It's actually in the cabinet awaiting being used. And I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, you know what? I have China from my great-grandmother in my basement when my mother was downsizing before she passed away. She had her own set. I think they had a big giant set. My mom's one of seven and it was divided. I don't know how many ways. And so there's probably, I don't know how much she had, but I got half and my brother got half. And I can honestly tell you that probably neither one of us wanted it or really cared. And, but I know that we both still have it. So last week, I was thinking about this topic. I'm like, you know what? I'm no different. What am I waiting for this china in my basement? My boys are not going to want it. 
I actually don't even think it's really worth anything. It's more like it's sentimental, right? Even though it is from my grandma Belcher and I never knew her. So I have no connection to it. But I took it out last week and I washed it all up and I now use it for my everyday. I'm using it for everyday. It has like gold on it, so I can't put it in the microwave. And I have to express that to my children because we've not had very good luck with our appliances here. And I don't want them to kill my um, microwave as well. I will tell you that I did check first to make sure it is of not of a giant value. It's a couple hundred dollars for the amount that I have. And it is from 1947, which is kind of cool. I did read about it and that made it a little bit more interesting. And the other day when I was giving Mir his afternoon snack of junk food in a little China bowl and told him it was from 1947. Do you know what his response was? Why are we using this? We can't use this. Yes. Yes, we can. There are so many places in our life that we are already keeping ourselves in these tiny cracks left over after serving everyone else. Why are we perpetuating that by limiting what part of our life we can live in? We only wear these clothes. These are for special. And don't even get me started. We'll... Actually, we'll go there. There's these rooms. These rooms are for special. These rooms are for tumble and play. What bath products? What jewelry? Do not wear earrings unless you're going somewhere special. How about your perfume? Are you a wine drinker? Oh, no. Those are for something special. Every day, we can have something a little special. Instead of grabbing a lunch on the go and run, 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 what if we were to actually plate it on China and, oh my gosh, get out a cloth napkin and actually sit, savor, and enjoy our food? This is also part of living a thriving life, of enjoying what we have. Sam is one that he is a saver. Oh my goodness. I could, I don't even, that's a whole podcast in itself. And we have to save. We can't use it because we might need it someday. But you know what? We need it right now. Like what is, do you know how many people save their whole lives until retirement and then get to retirement, and then pass. I don't mean to be the Debbie Downer, but we're not getting more time. Nothing miraculous is going to happen. We can enjoy the things that we have worked hard for right now. As it relates to this, in your closet, this is how I think a lot of people's closets are. There's the things you wear every day. Ah, this is what I bomb around in. This is what I bomb around in. Those are your comfort clothes. But you don't feel 100% in those clothes. It's more of like, it'll do. I don't have to think about it. And 
Then there's the way special clothes, that those are not for every day. And then there's the clothes that are like, I used to be able to wear those. And I would like to wear those again, but I need to get back to that size. And then at the same time, there's this thought of, I will buy new clothes for me when I lose weight, when I get a new job, when so on and so forth. I used to love the show, What Not to Wear. And, you know, they would, someone would be nominated and they would like ambush them at, you know, someplace and they're in the clothes that are like, you know, not their best. And then they would bring them to New York and they would say, why are you wearing this? Like, well, I was waiting until I lost my baby weight. I was waiting until I graduated from graduate school. I was waiting till, and they were like, why can't you feel and look amazing right now? Why are we delaying? Why are we putting off having what we really, truly want? So often we kind of blame the outside world for keeping us in this place of survival, in this place of like, eh, it's good enough. It's good enough. And I am the queen of making do. I get that. I get that to my core. I will jerry-rig something so that I can get by as opposed to going out and buying it. I do it all the time. And this is one of the things that I have had to really work on. This is where this whole idea of best self every day of like, how can my, how can I amp up my best self? What does she really want? And what can I get for her? It's not about spending a ton of money. It's about actually noticing what you need and allowing yourself to have it. A friend of mine was just telling me a story about Louise Hay, who was kind of the original life coach. She has since passed away, but there was someone who was in the car with her. They had picked her up, or Louise had picked up a friend, and a friend noticed just how immaculate her car was, like detailed to the nth degree. And... She's like, Louise, your car is, is amazing. It's so clean. And she's like, honey, I'm worth it. I'm worth a clean car. And so every week she would have her car detailed. Now, is that really practical? That's not the point. The point is, is you are worth it. You are worth using China. You are worth spreading your stuff out in that immaculate bonus room. You are worth perfume on a Thursday. You are worth earrings every freaking day. And you are worth shower products every single day. You're worth it. You are the one who's making these decisions. You are are holding on to this idea that everything has to keep 
um, precious. And I get that. That came from our grandparents and our parents and our so forth. But it is our place now to say, no, I run a family where we live in our house. We eat on our China. We experience life right now. So think about that. Think about what you have right now in your house. Just do a walkthrough of things that you are not allowing yourself to play with, to use, to consume, and just pick one and use it. Be daring. Get out that china and have pizza on it. It's okay. Okay.